Thank you for joining us today on the Annex Podcast, hosted and presented by the Building Christian Fellowship. At the building, we build our faith, hope, and love in Jesus by having a real, relevant relationship with Him. And what better way for us to get closer to God than to learn more about Him through His Word? We pray you enjoy this message. And the church said amen. Amen, amen. You guys, thank you, praise team. You guys could be seated if you can in this place. Yeah. Hallelujah. There the lights go. Wow. Wow. A lot of people today. Amen. Praise God. I, I'm... Today's a very special day for me. Well, first of all, hello. I'm Pastor John. Good to see y'all. Welcome to the building. Um, it's good to see you guys. Happy Resurrection Day. I'm like at a loss because it, it just hit me as I was sitting there listening to this song, T-Roy, is that I died twice. <laughs> I died. Flatline. <clears throat> and it was nothing but the resurrection power of Jesus Christ the resurrection brought me back to life I don't care what anybody says well you know they came back and they had the defibrillator and and no they couldn't no 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 it was his power his power praise God because if there wasn't the resurrection power for me in my life it, it wasn't that the part the part that I was dead God raised me up when I gave my life back because I was walking around dead in my sins. I know everybody wants to come and hear the whole story about, you know, Easter and, you know, and the cross and everything. Yeah, but you know what? That resurrection power is available today. I, I, I don't want to sit down and just fill you guys up with these messages that you come every Sunday and you'll come next, what, about a month from now and you'll come to, to church. I want to talk to all of you guys about resurrection power. I don't know when I'll see you guys again because I know what it's like. I know what it's like to laying in the bed not knowing if tomorrow's promised because, you know, a lot of us just, we, we take it for granted that tomorrow's going to happen. You can turn and look at your loved one. And just, matter of fact, turn and look at somebody next to you and go, I may not see you tomorrow. That is the reality. It's a reality. Have you ever had somebody that you love so much, you kiss them and say bye, and then you get the phone call? Tomorrow's not promised. So why I have this time? Why I have this moment? I want to share with you the gospel of Jesus Christ. The power of the resurrection. But when you receive this gospel... When you receive it, it is, has the power to change your life. I've watched people that have given their life. I mean, drug addicts, whatever you, everything. I've seen their, their lives change. My life changed. I've also seen people laying in a hospital, dying. Moments, only so much moments, to, I mean, like seconds. And God would bring me in because I used to work in a hospital. And I would go to the hospital, I mean, the room, and God would just... Like, have me come in there and, like, all the nurses would leave and I would go to people and I said, do you know Jesus? 
do you know him? Because right now, the reality is you're about to slip off into eternity. Eternity's real. But my question is, where are you going to spend it? God has divine times that he has bring, brought people into your life that he'll sit down and tell you about Jesus and you just go, yeah, yeah, I'm cool. I'm understand. But tomorrow's not promised, saints. Stop messing around. God loves you. And he loved you so much that he created a building like this for you to come to hear the gospel and to live it out, to love you so much. Listen, we have a God that loves you so much. He loves you right where you're at right now. Come on, y'all. I'm a mess. I'm saved. I'm sanctified. I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. I'm speaking in tongues, but I'm a mess. I, I wish I had somebody in here that knows that I'm a mess. Not just me a mess, but I'm talking about y'all. I don't have to be a prophet to understand that y'all are a mess, just like I am. <laughs> Man, people always want to talk about all the major sins. What about the little ones? Because I'll tell you, I, I, man, I sit there, I be hating on people all the time. Y'all don't want to hear this. I'm just going to air it out. Sometimes I get a critical spirit about other people. I'm a mess. But I need that resurrection power to turn around and go, you know what? I'm a mess. But you know what? I'm not, uh, I'm not where I used to be. But thank God I wasn't where I used to be. But right now, I'm right here with you, God. And I just thank God that God can sit condescends to use me in this manner. Not just in this pastor position. Period. To be anywhere. Man. I'm sitting down, I'm looking at these faces, and, and maybe it's just early, honey, I don't know. Maybe because I, I ain't been out the hospital a year yet. But I, I see it. I've seen people, my wife and I sat in the hospital for seven months, and we've seen people come and people go. We saw people we carried out. Some people walked out. But I often wondered, I said, did anybody share the gospel? I, 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 I can't even just... I'm like, the Lord is keeping me from this because I, I really need you to understand something today. I need you to understand that God loves you with an everlasting love. It isn't about what the, the media says. It isn't what about what everybody else says. That the God of all creation, the God of all creation loves you. He loves you just the way that you are. Totally messed up. He loves you like that. God is a carpenter. You know what they said? Jesus is a carpenter. Because he knows how to turn a mess into a message. I don't know if you ever had something torn down in your life because it was a mess. In my house, I'm, when we were getting our kitchen fixed, it was a mess already. He was like, we, we need to do something because my old kitchen, it was nasty. This is, this is a, a parallel here, y'all. It's a metaphor. <laughs> I'm just going to let you know right now. So we wanted a new kitchen. So when we needed a new kitchen, guess what we decided to do? We, you know what? First of all, we had to look and go, this kitchen is a mess. So we need to find somebody to fix this kitchen. Not just fix it, but make it better. 
it was a mess. And then guess what we did? We said, okay, we called a carpenter. And he came in. And when the carpenter came in, he came and examined and he looked at the mess that there was. And he says, okay, I see the mess. I could do something about it. But you have to give me permission. Listen, y'all, listen. He, he said, I need you to give me permission. I got this paperwork. And it's called a contract. That I need you to sign that gives me permission to let you in, let me into your house. And guess what? This contract isn't just about your kitchen. I'm going to clean the whole house. I'm going to do room by room by room by room. But we'll start right here. But first, sign the contract. Just sign a contract. You don't need to go to any other contractors. Yeah, I, I know that there's another contract named, named Muhammad. And there's another contractor. I think his name's Buddha. I don't know about him. And, 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 and Jim Jones, I think he used to be a contractor. I, I, I don't know. David Koretsch, he was a con. But no, 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 they're dead. I'm alive. And I want to come into your house. I want to come and straighten things out. Just give me permission. So then guess what? We said, okay. See, somebody's there. The baby gets it. We sit down and she said, okay, when we signed the contract, guess what ended up happening? He came in and tore the kitchen up. <laughs> Listen. I didn't realize that he was going, he sat down and said, listen, I'm going to tear the whole kitchen down. I'm, I'm not just going to, I'm going to, I'm, it's a mess now, but it's going to actually look like a real, a terrible mess. Sounds like some of our lives right now. Some of us just gave, some of you guys just gave your life to Christ just recently, right? And you're like, but my life is still a mess. Well, God is working on you. So as he started tearing everything down and looked, and we looked at the kitchen and I was like, oh my god this mess and, and papa could tell you because you know he's a witness to what was god was doing y'all wow, didn't catch this well the papa my papa lives with us and, and he's he, he was a witness to what the contractor the carpenter was doing in my house he was a witness to the change that was happening inside the house and then when he was in there, he, he turned and we looked and he was like, man, this is never going to end. How long is it going to take? And Jesus said, I'm, I'm sorry, did I say Jesus? The carpenter said, it's going to take some time. Be patient. So he begins to start to work. And then, you know, there's times that it's your life, your old kitchen don't work. You know, the sink ain't working. No refrigerator. Come on, no stove. You're trying to figure out what to do, but guess what? He said, be patient. You're going to be all right. It's going to be okay. It's going to be a little while because I'm still here. Oh, by the way, I didn't tell you about this, but when you sign the contract, I'm actually going to move in. I, <laughs> yeah, nobody told you that, but I'm going to move in <laughs> forever. I'm, you got a roommate forever. So we started doing the kitchen. Everything looked great, and it was, it, was a, it was wonderful, and it kept going on. I was like, man, and as he showed me everything that he needed to do, it, the things were still a mess, but he started showing me what he was going to do. He said, listen, let me tell you what I'm going to do. Let, get this vision for yourself. And he says, I'm going to come down. I'm going to put quartz on, on the 
countertop and I'm going to give you special cabinets and, and they got the closing drawers that don't make the noise and the, and the doors that are slow and you're like, oh yeah, yes, yes, Lord. Yes, he's, see, he's giving a, you a vision of what your life could be, but not yet. It's going to take time, but you got to see the grand vision. And we sat down, we were like, yes, and he was saying everything, that we want the cabinets to be this tall and, and uh, we want crown molding and, and you know what God said, you know what? I'm not just going to do that. I, I think I'm going to do the floor, too. And, and, and I'm going to do everything. You're like, yes, yes, Lord, everything. And then we started working on it. And as he started working on it, we started seeing the vision come to pass. But we had to be patient. We had to see what was going on. And then after it was finished, we looked up and said, man, this is beautiful. Yeah. Well, it's time to pay the carpenter. <laughs> it sure looks good, but what's it going to cost me? You said, okay. Carpenter said, here you go. And you look, he looked at and you're like, oh my God. How am I going to pay for this? I remember. You remember? How am I going to pay for this? And the carpenter turned around and said, <laughs> he said, guess what? You see how expensive that is? <laughs> yeah, he goes, I already paid for it. I don't know if you could get the simile or the metaphor, but God is creating a mess in your life once you sign the contract. See, too many of us want God to come in and fix something and then let him go before the, the work is done. Let him into your life today. Let him into your life. He paid for it all. He paid for it all. Oh, I wish I just had the words to articulate the urgency of what I'm telling you today. Jesus is coming back. And I don't know how you're living or what you're doing or whatever sin is, 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 is beset before you, whatever hurdle is in front of you. Listen, forget about what is going on in your life today. Think about this moment right now. Tomorrow isn't promised. You're running around looking for peace, but peace ain't in your future. Peace ain't in your past. Peace is in your present. Because your present is a present. My God. God wants to give you that peace. That peace. Please forgive me. That this ain't a message that I thought I was going to preach. That I thought I was going to preach. God loves you. With an everlasting love. I don't want to see none of y'all die. There's some of you sitting in here right now saying, well, yeah, I think I got God. There was a message that this woman of God preached last week. Yeah, you say you know God, but is there any fruit on the tree? Any tree that doesn't have fruit on it is only good for shade. And I'm throwing shade right now. keeps out the sun s-o-n do you have fruit 
Do you have Christ in your life? Play. My first time preaching in 15 years that God has done this to me. 15 years. Because I'm telling you, the thing that's going on in the world, especially here in the United States, everybody talks about Ashbury and they have, everybody got their idea about Ashbury. Oh, this ain't God, this ain't this. I know it's God. I know it's God. All I know is God has been speaking to his church and he's saying, awaken. Awaken unto righteousness. We're calling it a revival. But God's church isn't dead. When my heart stopped beating, I was dead. They had to revive me. Do you get it? God's church has never been dead. So you don't have to revive it. We just need to wake up. And that's what I'm telling you today. That's the urgency. Wake up. Wake up unto righteousness. Repent of your sins. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. That's what baptism is all about. So I'm going to just have everybody stand up. Revival happens in the streets. But awakening happens here in the church. Yes, some people are in here that they want to be reborn and get Christ in their life. That happens here at church. That's revival. But for some of us, we need that fresh filling. We want God to come in and, 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 and do something new in our lives. Yeah, God's in your room. He's your roommate. He's living in your house. But guess what? There's a couple of doors that you've left closed. He's the carpenter. He wants to go to every room in your house and rearrange it and make it fit for the king. If you're in this place today and you've give, you haven't given your life to Jesus Christ, I'll make it simple. Just raise your hand. Say, I want to give my life to Christ today. Is anybody in here they want to give their life to Christ? Stop looking around because everybody's looking. That's the problem with everybody. This is not a Facebook poll post because everybody wants to see what everybody else is doing. This is the crazy part. Don't do it, but I just want to show you something. If I put that down there right like that right now, and I said, the first one to come get this hundred dollar bill, would you come and get it? Huh? Now y'all sitting there, okay, what's something funny going to say? There was nothing funny about it. God says, here I am. Here I am. You just need to come. We do this in church all the day. Everybody, raise your hand, uh, and, you know, make them up, uh, text us at this. And... The altar is where you give your life to at. It's at the altar. Is there anybody in here? And no, she didn't. Uh, let me just, because I, 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 I could hear it in my, oh, so now she's saved and she gets paid? No. She's already saved. Filled with the Holy Ghost. She just knows where her blessing was just at. 
Do you want to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Because I want to pray with you. I want to celebrate with you. I want to call you my brother and my sister. I want to know that you got a place in heaven. Is it anybody in here like that? Thank you, Jesus. Is there anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody else? Come on. It takes one person to start a revolution. It takes one person to start a revolution. If you're in here and you think you know that you, Jesus Christ is in your, your heart, but you're not sure, you're like, I think I am, but, but I, need, I need to be reminded. If that's you, if that's you, come on down. Come on down. Come on down. Come on down. I'm going to compel you to come in. I'm going to compel you to come in. If you, if you need a fresh feeling of the Holy Ghost, you said, I've never been baptized in the Holy Ghost. Come on down. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. I can't give you the Holy Ghost. I can't give it to you. The Bible states specifically, says this. If you just ask, he'll give it to you. Come on. Yeah, come on up. Now, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share something with some of you guys. And I, maybe you've been in church. Maybe you haven't. Listen. Listen very carefully. I don't know what your church experience is. Allow the Holy Spirit to move in you. Okay? Let him move in you. Not your old experiences. Not what experiences you had in church uh, that you had out about other churches. Just right now. Right now, just let, because the Holy Spirit, if he allowed you to come up here, he's speaking to you. No tradition, no religion, just God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Saints of God, if you know a word of prayer, come on up. There, and you know, the funny thing is, I, 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 don't, I don't like to do this, but you guys, it was over here somewhere. Somebody, somebody over here, somebody over here was getting ready to go and they stopped they and stopped that's all i got to say yes that's the lord speaking to you yes he's telling you to come it, you don't have to be embarrassed don't worry about what everybody else is thinking don't worry about what your friend is thinking don't worry about what your mom is thinking just come on up don't worry about what everybody else is saying just come on up thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord Thank you, Lord. Gracias, Padre. Gracias, Padre. Gracias, Padre. Gracias, Padre. Thank you. Heavenly Father, we just truly thank you right now. We thank you, Lord, for your spirit. Lord, we thank you for those that are here at the altar right now, Lord, that you said if we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, that, Lord, that we shall be saved. So we receive our, the salvation that you paid for on Calvary's cross. So we thank you for that right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you. We thank you that your word said specifically, Lord, that if we just believe on you and we be baptized, that you will give us your spirit. Fill us with your Holy Spirit right now. Fill them with your Holy Spirit. I thank you. Fill them right now. Give them the desires of their heart right now, which are your desires. Fill them up in Jesus' name. 
in Jesus' name.